0: Alright, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? We are now on episode 27. I am Jamie Arnold, Chief Meteorologist here at WMBF News. And I am Andrew Dockery, the Morning Meteorologist here
1: at WMBF News. Um, episode 27, 27 did some number crunching. That's 890 minutes of
0: content Impressive. before today. Does it feel like 890?
1: That's no. a lot of time.
0: No, this is like the best part of the job. Mm-hmm. This is like the highlight of my week really yeah it is that's awesome yeah you get to come in without a suit hang out do this have fun yeah you know it's easy well
1: i i have to say lauren asked right before this mm-hmm. and said who y'all having on today mm-hmm. and i said oh it's just me and jamie mm-hmm. and she said oh,
0: hmm. are we boring i don't think so i think we hold down the board pretty good pretty well you know she said that and i said what is that supposed to mean wow
1: so next time we have her on, we'll interrogate and yeah. say, like, mm, Lauren's yeah. on." Yeah, um, I did learn too from a podcast listener. Um, his name was David. I've been saying the whole rate, share, comment, like thing wrong. So <laughs> this is for you, David. David, yep. Rate and share, big for podcast. Okay. You don't like or comment any podcast? You just rate and that. share. Rate and share. That's all okay. you have to do. If rate, you're on YouTube tonight, yeah. watching this. Then you can like and comment. Then
0: you can like and comment.
1: Huh. Rate and share apparently grows the audience of a podcast. Okay. So, so the more you share.
0: know. So are we still five star?
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. Also, I would like to apologize because someone messaged me saying they didn't know if the rating went through. Mm-hmm. So I rated on Apple. Just put mm-hmm. a little
0: yeah,
1: you know, BS rating in there. Yeah. It says rated by Andrew Dockery. So <laughs> you'll be able to see one of my like jokes and I was like, Oh, it's such an easy listen. Uh-oh, the two are yeah. enjoyable. It says by Andrew. So if you're wondering why mine popped up, the ratings are working. Um, so good. so that's in there. I, I mentioned this last week, international viewers.
0: Yeah. Uh oh. One, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight
0: countries. Wow. Which what are the good ones?
1: Eight countries. We have Italy. Italy, okay. Great food. Let's see. Still Iran. Still Iran. <laughs> United Kingdom, Spain, Ukraine, Romania, India, and Canada. Now, if that's Mike working on a different IP address, hey, Mike, but I don't know. That's impressive. Yeah, that is that's impressive. Good. So, international. Yeah, interna- internationally re- renowned. And still the five-star South say. Carolina podcast. So, for weather. weather podcast. Look at that. Yeah, there look we go. We gotta yeah. Make sure we put that in there. Um, but yeah, there we go. I did get a couple questions, and after Lauren said we're boring, um, I thought about this. First off, how's Jamie? Good.
0: Good. You had um, a couple of days off. Yeah, a couple of days off. Took uh, earlier in the week, was off, and I literally sat outside all day. Yeah. That beautiful fall weather. Oh, so had a nice, chill weekend. Yeah. Good. Really it it nice. It was, oh, man, it was good. Waking up Sunday morning, I left the windows open all night. We had that front come through. This and a little chill in the air oh, in the house it Sunday was so morning. Great. The dogs were all cuddled up under the blankets. It was
1: good. And Monday was great. Yeah, the uh, there she is. Yeah, by there, the way, there hey, she is. There's Lauren. Who's we're not boring,
0: Lauren. Not happy about no guests. <laughs> <yet. Wow. laughs> yeah, wow. Not yet, she says, as she walks by in the camera. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I did think about this when um, we were talking about the cold front. This type of weather, the rain now, mm-hmm. always brings great enjoyable weather. Yeah. In the summer, the rain sometimes makes it miserable yeah now it's like oh we're tracking rain that means great weather's on the horizon yeah same thing with this upcoming weekend another front another those front. mornings
0: oh yeah it's good it's good
1: if we didn't have brooks i'd think about opening the windows yeah. and just yeah riding it out but anyways here we are um but that brought me to thinking about us and uh, well, it's been a while since we've asked some questions to get to know us we had a couple questions come in and they were going to be in the shoot in the breeze box i was like there's they're too good Yeah, that we need to do them now. Episode-worthy um, questions. Yes. And we actually have more at the end of the show, so stay tuned. We had four that I pulled. I was like, these are too good. Okay. We have to go. Some of them weren't weather-related, so that's one of these. Is there something you always do every day out of habit, good or bad? That was a
0: question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah?
1: Yeah. I guess they want us to elaborate me. Um, one that can always, I could think of, every time I get home. Mm-hmm. And this probably attributes to whatever camera angle that <laughs> is. Um, every time I get home, I always check the pantry to see if there's anything new. I don't know why I <laughs> Things do magically it. Magically appear. I don't know why I do it. And Emily's like, what are you doing? And I just sit there, oh, I'm just looking, hmm. which usually leads to grazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. always. Um,
1: That's a big habit for me. Coffee every day?
0: I'm very much a habitual person. I oh, a, I have, really? I have a routine. Don't mess up my routine because uh-huh. it makes me really cranky, especially my home routine. Yeah. You know, I, I get up in the morning. I have about one cup of coffee. And then when the first cup of coffee is done, I make the bed. And then I go back for my second mm. cup of coffee. I was about to ask, are you a make-the-bed yeah. person? Absolutely. I'm not. Absolutely. No, I can't stand it. <laughs> If I come home from a long day's work and the bed isn't made... It, it ruins the night. Yeah. It makes me stressed. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Granted, it wouldn't be me that makes the bed. Emily would have yeah. to make no, it. But I've got to make the bed every day. I've told Emily not to because I know I'm yeah. coming home to take a nap and then I'd make it after my nap.
0: I will even make it knowing I'm going to take a nap just so that the nap is good. There's just something about getting into a fresh made bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fantastic.
1: I have to get into a
0: fresh one at night. But for the nap, I'm like, ah, eh, just throw it on. mm hmm mm or mm. I'll nap on the couch, because I love a couch nap. I do, and too. I will, I will nap on the couch to keep from messing up the bed.
1: Yeah. And a couch nap, I don't sleep as long as a bed nap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because a bed nap, I'm <laughs> you can count me out for about two or three hours.
1: So one cup of coffee. Do you do the one cup of coffee at home even when you do the morning show?
0: I try to. I try to. Because that's tough. It is. Because normally... My instinct doing the morning show is to sleep as much as I possibly can, so I'll push it to the last second, and then I'm up and out the door. A lot of times, my body wakes up like 30 minutes before the alarm, and I Mm -hmm. kind of enjoy when it does that, because I feel like if I can get up, have a cup of coffee for a minute, and just kind of collect my thoughts, the day goes smoother. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a cup of coffee every day, but it's not like a habit of where... It's wherever I happen to get a cup. Like, I have to have a cup. Even if I forget in the morning and I realize, oh, I didn't have a cup, I have to go get it
0: Yeah, because then I just crave it. My morning routine, it's it's like clockwork. It's up, dog's out. While they're out, I fix the coffee. Mm. By the time they come back in, the coffee's ready.
1: Yeah. My nap is always on routine. Yeah. Like, as soon as I get home, take a nap for about an hour. Yeah.
0: And obviously check the weather. I do that every morning. Yeah. That's what I do with the first cup of coffee. Yeah. First cup of coffee is what's new with weather. I'll check out the models, see what's going on. Make the bed. Second cup of coffee is like Facebook, Instagram. A little social mm. kind of check and see what's going on in the world. Twitter. Mm. Yeah.
1: The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if I have any more habits. I don't. Emily could probably tell you all of them, but I don't think I have anything that's crazy. Other than my bad one is checking the pantry. Yeah check in the pantry and then usually i make a cocktail at night that's my other habit
0: Hmm.
1: so a good end of the day
0: see i can't do that because i'm here and if i (laughs) if i make a cocktail here bosses kind of frown on it yeah um and then i'll be ready for my next nap
1: (laughs) (laughs) next nap and next job (laughs) um you brought up facebook and social media uh Mm -hmm. tyler sent me a message okay thank you tyler Tyler. wherever you are wherever you're watching um he said that you all are always on social media, so mm-hmm. engaged, so active. What does your screen time on your phone look like?
0: Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, I have not looked. I, normally, I get, do you get the, I'm sure we all do, get the like the weekly screen time report. Yes. How do, you, how do you even get to it?
1: Uh, so, you go to your settings. Settings. I had to look this up. Okay, settings. And then you hit screen time. Screen time. All right. Daily average a healthy daily this average is, is great. Awesome. This is terrible. <laughs> a daily average is supposed to be 2 hours okay. of like healthy. The average human I think they said is like 3 hours and 30 minutes. Okay. I think there's a way to look based off like what apps. I don't know how to do that. What's um, your daily average? This week 5 hours and 20 minutes.
0: 5 hours and 38 minutes. <laughs> basically six hours a day is on this stupid phone
1: so then oh yeah so then you could scroll down and go to last week and last week for me was six hours and eight minutes huh I was on Twitter yeah. for two hours and 30 minutes Wow yeah Wow Facebook for four hours yeah and four already today minutes. an hour oh an hour I'm just go today. today just today an hour 29. 45 minutes on social. Yeah. Which I will say, and maybe, maybe, Tyler, when you asked that question, you thought it might be higher. I don't know. I feel like that's really high. (laughs) And now I'm self-conscious. But when we're at work, we're not on the phone as much. Yeah. The only time really I'm on the phone at work is if I'm texting you or the boss text or I get a notification or, you know. Other than that, we have the computers there. Yeah,
0: and everything's done there.
1: Which, thank the Lord, because my number would be 10 times higher um, if that's not the wow. case. So how does that make you feel about yours? Terrible.
0: Terrible. <laughs>
1: you led right into it. So, yeah, there's our screen time for you. There's uh, record numbers there. Um, we were thinking about what to do for this podcast. Yeah. And I said, Jamie, we got a couple questions that I have pulled from Shooting the Breeze, which we'll talk about. That's a topic. Um, But you brought up something that we kind of really didn't do. We kind of transitioned to fall right yeah. away. Fall season's here. And you said you've been hearing a lot of people say, you know, things about this summer. Yeah. That you wanted to kind of like fact check a little bit.
0: Yeah. What have you been hearing? It was the hottest summer ever. Mm. Hottest summer ever. I'm just, just here and there people, you know, stop you here and there. Oh, yeah, I've heard it. Man, it was the hottest summer. Yeah, I don't remember it being so hot. That heat was summer. so it brutal. It was just brutal. It was mm-hmm. just brutal. And to me, that was a hot summer, but even our cool summers are hot here. Yeah. You know, all of our summers are hot. Mm-hmm. All of our summers are humid. So I was like, hmm. I'm not normally big into averages and normals because unless it's something crazy. But yeah. I was like, should dig into that. Yeah. So we did. We dug in a little bit. You, this is how we prepare. Look at Andrews. <laughs> Look at Andrews. This is monthly printouts of max temperatures. And now look at mine. <laughs> a couple of hand scribbled notes <laughs> on the numbers. Oh my gosh. Here's mine.
1: <laughs> Looks like you're going to go pick up a prescription. Yep, yep, it's basically
0: my grocery <laughs> list. Yeah, this is this is my old person habit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> making making notes.
1: All right, so <laughs> so That's what awful. did what are your notes? So I, I got July, June, and August, and September. Yep. I got the first half of September. I did in June, hair. July, and August. Okay, cool. Yep. I'll be honest with you. Um, looking back at it,
0: not that bad. It wasn't that bad. Uh, June, um, our normal high temperature for the month mm-hmm. is 84.8. Yeah. Uh, This June, the past June, June 2023, came in at 82.7. So, what's that? A degree and a half-ish? Warmer. Cooler. Cooler. Cooler, yeah.
1: Myrtle Beach hit uh, the warmest in June was 91 Mm -hmm. at the end of the month, the 28th. uh, North Myrtle Beach, the warmest was 90. I think the warmest in our area was Georgetown, 93 Mm -hmm. on June twenty seventh. All the heat was in late June. Yeah, June
0: started off really cool. Yeah. Uh really below normal. Then we kinda kicked it into yeah, high just, gear. It was like a flip switched and we were uh, in summer. July, and mm. these are all these are Myrtle Beach numbers. Uh the normal high temperature for the entire month of July is eighty seven point six. Mm-hmm. July twenty twenty three we were eighty eight point six. So we were a whopping one degree above average. I was looking back too on some of those record summers,
1: the record mm-hmm. summers heats. Um, every time it was a big summer season, you always had triple digits in mm-hmm. the area yeah. by July. Yeah, We didn't have any Mm-mm. at all. The warmest we got in our area was 98. Uh, Georgetown hit 98. That was in the middle of July. Florence hit 97. Lumberton hit 96. Myrtle Beach hit 94. But still,
0: for yeah. July, not bad. Not terrible. And then you move into August. Uh, Normal for the entire month of August is 86.5. August 2023 was 87.8. So just a hair over a degree above normal. And
1: August was the first time that we saw triple digits. The only time we saw triple digits in Florence uh, on the 26th. Here's where I think we're getting the misconception that it was the hottest summer ever. The humidity in August. Yes, yes. And came July. out. And, and July was yeah. bad too. Yeah. But in August, we broke dew point records. Yes. We yeah. had back to back days 84, 85. It was yeah. August 14th and
0: 13th. Yeah. Just ridiculous humidity. <laughs> um, and that also, and I didn't look at the numbers. I don't know. Do you have low temperatures on your all your graphs and charts here? I don't know. Um,
1: we I had lows in the 80s, though. I, do I didn't remember crunch that. the
0: numbers. But when you look at overnight temperatures, that's a good measure of humidity because on those mm. really warm, muggy nights, that's our temperatures point. don't drop. We were considerably higher than normal for nighttime temperatures, mm. more so than daytime high temperatures. That's actually a really so, good point. So, and that's a reflection of it was a much more humid than normal summer. Yeah. All of our again, all of our summers are humid. Yeah. This one we kind of kicked it up a notch, especially there in July and August. So. And think. it's also it's also a thing, this is where the psychology of weather comes in, and I always find this fascinating. People have a very, very short attention span and memory about weather. Yeah, no, that's... People, it just, past weather just kind of disappears. If you're like one of us, you're a geek, yeah, we remember things, but yeah. sort of a very short window. You know, it's, it's like all of us and everybody... How many people have we heard say, oh, well, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. it was, it snow every winter. Well, <laughs> no, not really, no. you know, or it would be up to my knees. Well, yeah, it was up to your knees, but you were only that tall. <laughs> also too, like this
1: summer, traditionally speaking from my four years I've been here seemed to be a little bit more active in the way of rainfall too. Mm-hmm. As far as droughts, like we had a couple instances where yeah. we were tracking, but it was nothing ever. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. We had a pretty fair share of weather here. Yeah. It was just kind of a normal summer, honestly. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, when you average it out, I guess it comes out the whole summer, June, July, August, maybe a degree above normal. Yeah. You know? And for was, people wondering about the heat index, too,
1: I think yeah. in that August, then, it got up to 117.
0: Mm-hmm. Enough we, to where you stay inside and then yeah. you're good. Yeah, and we get a couple of days every summer where the heat index is 110, 115. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad we're done with it. Me too. I can tell you that right now. Um, summer's my least favorite season. Mm-hmm. Love everything about, like, the beach and the pool and all, but that's spring and even, like, right now.
0: I like, I love summer until July 4th. Mm. After July 4th, I'm over it. Is that because of tourists or just... No, just, like, June is fun. Mm. It's, it's hot enough to get outside and go to the beach, but it's not quite that miserable hot mm. yet. And you're...
1: Yeah, the mornings are still okay, the too. The mornings
0: are still decent and you've only been dealing with it for a short time. Like by yeah. August it's like, it's just this relentless, endless hell that's never going to end. <laughs> and you know, there's no, it's just never going to end. Oh but yeah. And summer's fun up until July 4th. You know, you look forward to July 4th mm-hmm. and just, it's the pool and the beach and the boat for the first time and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And
1: I feel like after July 4th, <laughs> it's like the dog days, like <clears throat> literally is. mentally yeah. and also yeah. physically when it comes to uh, forecasting too. Yeah. Um, What's your favorite? We may have talked on this, and if we do, I'm sorry, I've already forgot. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite months to forecast?
0: June, because June's fun because you still get good storms in June. Yeah. Um, mm, I, the the more challenging months, which we're heading into, once you start getting into into the winter and the mm-hmm. spring, yeah. those are those are fun because you get big changes. And yeah. You, it's rare to get a long stretch of yeah. Nothing. You know, so November
1: I, December are fun for me.
0: Yeah. And then May.
1: Mm hmm. August sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, July and August are just and even September outside of hurricane seasons are the worst. Mm-hmm. I've always said September, unless you're having a hurricane, is one of the most boring months around here. Yeah. The summer storms stop, it's still hot. But it's not. It's just it's boring to me. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. June's a good one. Mm-hmm.
1: June is kind of like I feel like out west or even like back home, especially in the plains, everyone looks forward to March, April, May. Mm-hmm. It almost is like we're a little bit more delayed. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Um May, April, June. Mm-hmm. Those are like the solid months to forecast if you're a if you're an active weather fan here. Yeah. So um speaking of active, mm-hmm. I know I've promised it. Mitch West, he is still working on dates. We're getting that set up. Talk about a man who is busy. Oh, yeah, right? (laughs) So we're going to have a surprise with Mitch. We won't tell you that. But um, there will be more than just Mitch here, which I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have a question that came in, and then we'll actually shoot the breeze. Um, And it's actually a two-parter. So these were two separate questions. One was from Rose in her bag of questions the other was from donna and i didn't want this to be a whole episode in fact you didn't want this to be a whole episode either just because i feel like we're the same person um but she said could you all talk on being certified most accurate forecasts how do you get it what does it mean etc keep it simple please very interested <laughs> donna from merle's and i love to keep it simple in there <clears throat>
0: mm. well donna we're certified most accurate. That means we're the most accurate. Yeah. <laughs> How's that simple? Simple. But it's a little more complicated, but it's not overly complicated. No. Um This makes me uncomfortable as much as we I like don't to like laugh. It. And, as much as we like the like laugh and whatever. Like I don't want I don't like to brag and yeah. or tutor on tutor on horn too much. Yeah. Um so certified most accurate comes from a company, Mm -hmm. it's called Weather Rate, Mm -hmm. and what they do is literally rate the forecasts in television markets across the country Mm -hmm. for all of the different stations to see which one is the most accurate.
1: Yeah. Simple as that. And it happens to be us. Yeah. (laughs) And we've done this now for four years. Yeah, so we're coming up on five. Coming up on five, which Mm -hmm. would be in February, we would find out if we're fifth um and it's everything from sky cover to temperatures uh Mm -hmm. rain rain measurable rain severe severe weather weather. yeah all of it wind yeah fog uh, it's got everything on there but
0: and there's kind of a complicated sort of grading system but basically it's like a golf game and the lower your number the better your score yeah
1: it's like it's like your error percentage or something yeah
0: um but yeah
1: that's basically how that works so if we forget to enter the forecast into their little website, which most of the time I do, always um, they pull the seven days from yeah.
0: everyone in the market, yep.
1: and uh, that's kind of how that and, happens. And
0: they compare the forecast against what actually happened. Yep. Um, depending on the deviations or whatever, they they come up with their score.
1: I could not do that job.
0: No. It's a uh, lot of data. Yeah, a lot of data, a lot of math, that. and 365 days a year. <laughs>
1: 100%. Yeah. Uh, Rose then asked, two-parter, mm-hmm. we know that WMBF or Alert Weather is the most accurate, which we're excited about that, obviously. But, however, who do you rely on to give, that, give the forecast most accurately? Here's what I like about Rose, and I think this mm-hmm. is just a myth debunker question. She then puts a couple examples. Is it the Weather Channel, NOAA, National Weather Service, AccuWeather, who do we rely on to give the forecast most accurately?
0: I could easily go off on a rant on the Weather Channel here, but I'm not.
1: You sure you don't want to get a, get a little spiked up? No, yeah, I probably yeah,
0: wouldn't. Yeah, especially because <laughs> we may have a Weather Channel guest coming up later. <laughs> so I'm going to keep my mouth shut for now. Um, we don't. that The way that question is phrased almost makes it sound like, who do we get our forecast from? Yeah. So... In case anybody's new, we don't get it from anybody but mm-hmm. ourselves. We we're all actual meteorologists here on the team. We come in every day. We sit down. We make our forecast. Mm-hmm. We, we don't say, okay, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's not what we do. Yeah, we make our forecast. If I'm at home or if I'm out of town, off a couple of days, I go to the National Weather Service. Mm. Same. That's that's Same. it's official. They're good, mm-hmm. and that's who I look at.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, and I don't want that to get confused with that's who we look at when we're here because, like you said, we forecast. So yeah. we look at all the model data. Yep. Everything is raw output. Yep. Kind of like if we go back to the uh, Tom Skilling story you told back when he was in the Difex machines and we were yeah. talking about how they were being printed out. Yeah. Same thing except now everything's digitalized. Yeah. So four major model, model runs a day. Um, For our major models, of course, hourly, there's an hourly output for that. And we look at every run to Mm -hmm. kind of tweak that forecast as need be. What helps out a lot, um, and I think Jamie can attest to this too, is because we are certified most accurate, I know I can look at the forecast you and Robert have the night before. Mm Mm-hmm. I could look at the model trends mm-hmm. and start to tweak yeah. how need be. Yeah, um, You'll never see. So if Jamie says 78, and this is kind of the science of forecasting. Mm-hmm. Say Jamie says 78, and I see in three days, clouds are going to be a big story, and rain's going to keep temperatures cooler, and it's now looking a little bit more active. Instead of going 78 to 68 on the first day, mm-hmm. I might start to trim that down 78 to 74 Yeah, and start to trim the forecast to where we get to that. Yeah. Because imagine imagine if we came in and we did not do that. Yeah. And our numbers were just
0: everywhere. Everywhere, yeah.
1: You're watching in the morning and I'm saying this. You're watching in the evening and Jamie's saying this. It would make no sense. One
0: of the first things I do when I come in is look at your forecast Mm -hmm. from the morning. So when I come in the afternoon, kind of get a snapshot, I'll have that in my head as I'm going forward making my forecast for the evening shows yep. and you're right you never want to make those wild swings mm-hmm. sometimes every once in a while you kind of have to something will kind of pop up and yep. you know out of nowhere and you will sort to. of have to make a dramatic adjustment but yeah you tend to edge the forecast and you were talking about all the raw data we don't just look at the forecast models and then forecast what they say Mm -hmm. the the art and the science of forecasting comes into knowing this area Mm -hmm. the models are good (laughs) but a lot of times they miss or don't understand local features Mm -hmm. Um, especially with us here on the beach there's a lot of things that they don't the models can't quite they're not high-resolution enough to get some of the really local influences, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, so that's where our knowledge of the area comes in, and that's where, you know, knowing that this model tends to, let's say, overdo temperatures, this one tends to overdo rainfall, and you kind of – all of that is mm-hmm. rattling around in our head Yeah. as we're making a forecast. Non-stop, too. It always yeah. does it.
1: I think of the cool spells we just had last weekend – models kept saying that we wouldn't drop into the 40s because of the warm ocean just offshore. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, like the lows, every low in Myrtle Beach kept saying 55, 55, Mm -hmm. 54, 54. And we've been here enough, especially with the northwest breeze. Northwest wind, yeah. Northwest wind, clear skies. I think we got to 48. Uh, 47. 47. Yeah, 47. So, once again, a model was, at one point, Eight Almost degrees eight off. Eight degrees off.
0: Yeah. So that's the, and the, and this. the one of the and that's one of the things with temperatures here, uh, temperatures, wind, even rainfall. A lot of times, there's such a incredibly tight oh, gradient yeah. in wind and temperatures and rainfall being right on the ocean. The fact that we're forecasting right on the ocean, mm-hmm. uh, the models can't resolve that gradient. Mm-mm. You go ten miles offshore. And nighttime temperatures are a lot warmer than they are for us. Daytime temperatures are a lot cooler um, because the ocean, the air above the ocean, doesn't heat and cool as quickly as it does over land. Uh, And again, the models can't. They don't know how to compute it. They they can't compute it. It Mm -hmm. eh, it messes them up. Yeah, big time. Um, Yeah.
1: You're almost always, especially this time of year with the warm water still in some cooler air coming in, you're almost better to fudge that and know, like, Mm -hmm. I know based off what one model output is, how many I need to add to that for Mm -hmm. a high or how many I need to take away for a low. Um, And until that water gets cool, you're going to have that bias out there. So we'll have a little bit of that. All right, let's shoot some breeze. I love it. Hopefully that wasn't, like, too complicated for you all. Uh,
0: Speaking of shooting the breeze, um, I was checking before I came in, um, and I think we need to work on a future episode for this coming up pretty soon. Uh-oh. Uh, Mark, our buddy Mark, um, had a great question about the polar vortex and winter. Um, so I think here before too long, we need to do an episode looking ahead to this upcoming winter. A winter outlook. Yeah, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but fingers crossed, I'm liking the way this winter's looking. I'm going to say my bold prediction
1: for... The Winter Outlook, but uh, let's do a Winter Outlook episode, because I got a really bold prediction.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. hmm Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Also, while I'm finding a question, this one Uh-oh. has absolutely refused to join us for The Haunted House. Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. We already knew that. We knew that in the
0: episode. This one was holding on hope. No, no, you can. I've already bought his ticket. He'll be there. Get
1: a video and let me know how that's going to (laughs) be.
0: All right. Uh, Why does the coldest time of the year align with the darkest time of the year? Obviously, if it's dark out, it's cooler. But is there a meteorological connection? It's seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's it's seasons. It's the it's it's seasons
1: yeah i could get really complicated do we start with the tilt of the earth yeah the 23 and a <laughs> half degrees
0: and yeah uh,
1: yeah I, you're right i mean it is seasons and remember when we talk about this as our seasons go that's how our daylight changes That's mm-hmm. why everything we talk about yeah, i'm not going to get on daylight savings time and all that but that's why the days get shorter we continue to see longer days as well. The tilt of the earth drives everything. Everything, yeah. Every And if you don't understand that, that's meteorology. One, that will be the first thing they teach you. Yes. In meteorology school. Yes. The tilt of the
0: earth. 23 and a half degrees.
1: If it wasn't tilted, we'd have some boring weather. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, let's think just simple. Daytime. Yeah. Length, the length of daytime. Yeah. UV rays come again. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's also why we see the cooler seasons, too. I mean, think about it. Less daylight, less heating of the earth.
0: And to take it a little bit step further, as the, let's talk strictly northern hemisphere, since that's where we are. Let's not get confused (laughs) and tell them what happens in the southern. Let's talk about northern hemisphere. The nights begin to get longer. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Considerably longer the further north you go. Yeah. So as you head into northern Canada, obviously up towards the North Pole, the nights get longer. That allows temperatures to get colder. Mm -hmm. Well, those pockets of cold get colder Mm -hmm. and colder and colder as you head deeper into fall and start to approach winter. Um, And then you start getting those chunks of cold air that start moving south. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all driven again by that 23 and a half degree tilt of the earth on its axis rotating around the sun.
1: This is where we really could bring up the whole polar vortex thing, but I'm not yeah. going to. We'll yeah. save that. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think about even talking about the daylight mm-hmm. up there or the length of nights up there. I will say one of my, I don't know why, one of my bucket list items is to go. Mm-hmm up there especially when it's 24 hours of darkness yeah. just to experience yeah. it oh yeah love i think i would hate it and but see the
0: northern lights yeah yeah do all that while you're yeah, up there for sure so
1: yeah not really a big fan of big cold but i'll go out there and yeah. enjoy it good question all right oh, Ooh, i like this this is from Rose. Uh, when the forecast calls for a very similar weather pattern, say for a few days or a week, and repeating the same thing can become monotone. How do you say that word? Monotonous. 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 <laughs> monotone. <laughs> Monotonous. <laughs>
0: um,
1: how do you spice
0: it up? That, Great question. Yeah, that is something that we struggle with all summer long. It
1: drives, and I can speak for Jamie, it mm-hmm. drives him bonkers mm-hmm. if his graphics are the same as the day before mm-hmm. same with me in mm-hmm. fact i think even now like when we're showing future radar on cold fronts mm-hmm. how can i make that future radar look different than what i showed yesterday
0: something yeah
1: because if not i get bored
0: i get really bored and i almost get like cranky and tired oh, me too me too like ugh. me too There we go uh last week was a classic example it was yep. it was just a nice week every day was 78 every night was 60 something there was nothing. nothing there was nothing nothing at and all. it was just a week of beautiful weather mm-hmm. but you still got three minutes to fill um you still got to think of ways to make it fresh to make it exciting to make people want to yeah watch an entire weathercast so that's it's tough it's tough. And that's just, like I said, that's a struggle we go through all summer.
1: It's tough, too, because I feel like we work such different shifts where it's a little bit easier for me in the way of, like, in the morning we have a lot of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, like, coffee planner, breakfast yeah. planner, walking yeah. planner, running planner, tea time pl- Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot. Hey, if you're headed out to do this today, mm-hmm. looks great. And then I'll try to change up, like, the afternoon graphic.
0: Yeah. Um, for you though, yeah, kind of a different. It's a different take. A different take and a different viewership for evening newscast. It's much more looking ahead. Yeah, it's much more tomorrow, the weekend, the next seven days. That's kind of the big focus of evenings. Um, and in July and August, when it's sunny and ninety every day with a twenty percent chance of storms, yeah, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you spice that up? And that is tough. You just think of different ways. You think of different ways to say it. You think of different ways to show it. And I also have to remind myself also, though, that it's rare. There are still people that do it, but it's rare that somebody sits down and watches the 6 o'clock news yeah. every night. Yeah. So I have to remind myself, just because I feel like I'm saying something for the 1,000th time, to most viewers, they probably don't realize it. You know, yeah. They're they're tuning in and they're doing their other things while they're watching. You know. For so our, I try to remind myself of that.
1: For our serious listeners, I'm going to give you a little – Secret for me, (laughs) my news director would Mm -hmm. probably hate this, boy! I don't know. I feel like now that, because we have what we call consultants come in and Mm -hmm. they tell us, you know, there's like a 30 minute retention span wheel, Mm -hmm. like 30 minutes, whatever you use there, don't use it again for another 30 minutes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Once I heard that, I changed my philosophy because I was actually making new graphics for every half hour of the morning show. Mm-hmm. there's four of those yeah there's no way i can yeah. do that anymore no so now what i do is i will do and then i think you do this now too where i'll do the first half hour second half hour completely different mm-hmm. that's kind of my test run yeah 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 <laughs> five to six it's my test yeah. run what didn't work. float well yeah. what needs work was there a misspelling hmm did out like today? I had Lumberton on a graphic twice. Like all that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, it's like okay, what do I need to do? And yeah. then fix that for the six, and from six to seven, that's yeah. like okay, go time.
0: I do that's I do the same thing in the afternoons. I do like so my half hour, like five to five thirty, is going to be what you see at six to six thirty. Okay, yeah. Um, five thirty to six is what you are going to see from seven to seven thirty. Okay, yeah. Um, just it's it's fresh. Mm-hmm. But you can't reinvent the wheel for every newscast. No. You just can't. No. You just Nor can't. do you have the time yeah, to build all the that. Time. Right.
1: Right. So I mean, yeah. I'm lucky if I could build like five or six graphics within yeah.
0: the morning before the show. Let's hop in here. Uh, what are some of your favorite weather expressions? For example, being on cloud cloud nine. I'll take a rain check. Oh, I feel like or you said this last week. Weather slightly different than last week's question
1: mm. i can't say one on here uh, yeah
0: there's one i can't say two yeah it's about and it I being, say it
1: all the time um
0: is it hot as no i like know, that one too that's a good one i say that one and then there's another mm-hmm. one that re- relates to humidity that i can't say oh and i like it, that one too it adds in an extra syllable or two um hmm. oh maybe that one's different than mine mm.
1: Yeah. All the ones I like, I can't say. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of one that's like PG. <laughs> I know. Most of mine are, yeah, rated R. Oh.
0: Now that they're all really yeah. All mine yeah. are yeah. really bad. You know, oh, that was a blank storm. I uh, say that mm-hmm. one a lot. Um, yeah. Blank pouring
1: rain. Yep. That's a yep. good one. Yep. <laughs> we'll just insert blanks. This is yeah. what we need R-U-C-R-us after serious Yeah, dark. after dark. Yeah, we'd get canceled yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah.
0: Um, just know that most of them are not G-rated. Sweating like a sinner in church.
1: That's the yeah. nice way to put it. The the sinner for humidity.
0: Sinner. Yeah, nice way to put it. Uh, I do I do use that one a lot. Colder than a yeah, which is. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the first one that popped in my head. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, this has been fun. Episode twenty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> we're official. We're officially done. We got through that without well, saying anything. Yeah. We we're officially done with the podcast. Yeah. How many more we got in here? We By the way, we more. need we need more questions. Yeah. Yeah. Fill us up. Let's finish this one and then we we answered that last week. I forgot
0: okay. to. Well, I'll go in here and get this. Okay, well, let's take let's it roundabout back to summer. When it's 90 degrees out and we're standing in the sun, it feels like 90 degrees. But step under the shade of a tree and it feels slightly cooler. Why? Is it just the shade of the tree or is it all in our heads? Let's correct the question, first of all. When it's 90 degrees and you're standing in the sun, it feels like 90 degrees. No. When it's 90 <laughs> degrees and you're standing in the sun... It feels hotter yeah. than 90 Correct. degrees because Correct. you are absorbing all of the those UV sun rays, the UV yeah. rays. So it feels I was going to say, how does it feel like 90? <laughs> it feels hotter. Correct. On a 90 degree day, if you're in complete shade, yeah. and let's assume there's no humidity, that is 90 degrees. Correct. But when you're in the sun, it is. it feels a lot hotter. Correct. Yeah. Temperature measurements, that's why temperature measurements official temperature measurements are taken in the shade Mm -hmm. yeah um every airport around the country has a little weather station and a thermometer that sits in a box yep a shaded box Mm -hmm. uh so as to not get the direct sunshine
1: yeah real feel is what a lot of people call it heat index um apparent temperature but yes that's basically the reason you say that is it's the heat index is what you're feeling yeah you're (laughs) It's it's 90 degrees, but it feels like it's 117. What's wrong? Yeah. Well, that's the dew point there. Now, yeah. like you said, the shade. You take all the UV. Even like a patio. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Like you step outside on the front porch. At least for me, as you're mm-hmm. stepping out, you're like, oh, it feels good, okay. And then mm-hmm. sunlight hits. Oh mm-hmm. my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it's warm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you're and that is like I said, that is your body absorbing those UV rays. Yeah. That, that is literally energy, heat. That your body is absorbing. So take out humidity, take out breezes to factor in those issues. And that is just your body absorbing that heat, that energy from the sun. The sun drives it all. And that's what that is. So it feels hotter in the sun. Take it a step further, too, just to
1: really confuse you. (laughs) Your body's way of cooling off Mm -hmm. is when you complain about it being so hot. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's 90 degrees. It feels like 117 out there. You're pouring sweat. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm dying. Well, actually, you're not. Your sweat Mm -hmm. is saving you from dying because it's actually cooling your body off. You might be miserable, but because because of your sweat, you're actually cooling off when it feels like 115 degrees.
0: Yeah, and boy, am I a sweater. (laughs) Oh, me too. I'm so envious (laughs) of people who don't sweat because I don't know how that's possible down here. I sweat. From every pore in my body, when it's hot. I mean, pore sweat. Oh, it's bad, uh,
1: Robert. I don't know if you do it. Do you come in dressed in the summer?
0: Yeah. Okay, Robert does. Yeah, it for that uh, reason. Yeah, and he's, and he's,
1: yeah. I and see, I come in dressed, but then when I leave in the summer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm covered by the time mm-hmm. I get to the car. Just yeah, <clears throat>
0: yeah. The worst... The thing that... One of the things that I hate the most about summer is taking a shower and getting on my suit and getting in the car to drive to work. Because I'm I'm sweating before I'm even out of the house. Mm. And then to get into that miserably hot car, (laughs) I crank the air as high as it'll go and I'm like holding my sleeves up by the vents to dry the sweat that has already Uh, formed underneath my shirt. It's just... My feet get hot. That's why I'm perpetually grumpy in the summer.
1: And if he can't tell, that's his least favorite
0: Uh, season. I will yell at home, hot feet. Hot (laughs) feet, because when my feet are hot, forget it. Forget it.
1: Oh, I think that's a good wrapping point. Hot feet. Hot feet. Hot feet. Um, December 7th. Yep live season finale yep. keep the date tba on location tba on location but hopefully a good
0: one i'm still out doing some research some research and development <laughs> yeah. uh he put that in the see. live chat <laughs> let's I love see that. who has a good place for happy hour and uh i love that yeah yeah how are their cocktails it's no. all in the name of work it is yep
1: and i'm sure the company will buy
0: yes. <laughs> yeah at least hours <laughs> so yeah tba on the uh the location we're still working on matt stanley yeah we stopped him before the podcast Mm -hmm. matt Stanley's our boss i think he's nervous about it i I think think he's scared that we're gonna just Uh, let uh, him have it uh, uh, which we're not no not at all no but we just really want to hear from him Mm -hmm. on his much like take on us his take on us his take Mm -hmm. on the business Mm -hmm. um because he has a very long weather Mm-hmm. story in the business he's mm-hmm. he's been in some big some big weather stuff yeah and sure. i've got some great matt stanley stories that i want to tell
1: oh that will be good yeah. we may not have enough time for all
0: that yeah he's he keeps saying after hurricane season after hurricane season it's basically over yeah. for us
1: yeah for we're us. getting to the point to where yeah. we can now we can we can start packing the bags yep yeah. yeah. put it away be good to go yeah. of course so, it's still gonna have some storms out there
0: but yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna sweet talk him this week and see what we can okay. see what we can do cool um I'm trying yeah. to think if
1: there's anything else yeah I don't know more festivals this weekend enjoy
0: yeah come out and see us I'm
1: trying to think if there's I don't think there's anything
0: Mm-mm. send no. in your questions yes please um, we need more and we'll uh, also start working on uh, the winter winter outlook yeah I like that I yeah, like I that it too a lot. and I'm, I'm excited about your bold prediction
1: yeah, that's a, that's it comes good. It comes with the uh, title snow. Okay. So, okay. bold prediction of snow. All right. Yeah, so that's all I'll say for now. I've just been looking at some stuff. Some.
0: Whether, see here I go again, we're supposed to be wrapping this up. <laughs> Whether it's a cold, wet, maybe a little icy, snowy winter, mm-hmm. or is it, It's going to be wet. I think we can pretty much guarantee wet. Yes. Is it cold and wet? Yes. Which opens the door for a little ice, a little snow. Yep. Or is it very back and forth and wet, which could potentially open the door for a much more active, severe weather winter? Correct. That's the question for this winter for me.
1: And it looks like just based off some of the latest data that it could start as one and switch to the other.
0: Yeah, which is fine too. Which is I'm all yeah, for that. Yeah, if we're going to do it, let's do it. I
1: think we might have a shot for yeah. at least some winter precipitation. Yeah, yeah. So I feel better about it. We'll yeah. see. But so, yeah, we'll have right, a, yeah, let's wrap a bolder up. pick. Anyways, yeah. that does it. Episode is, 27.
0: That, thanks y'all. <laughs>